Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Thursday, September 13th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 168 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is once again the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We'll start things off, as always, with our wrestling news and views here segment, as always, brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geralmo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio <clears throat> every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also on the TalkShoe chat box here tonight, bringing us uh, today in wrestling history, is the human suplex machine john gross john of course is a uh the first 2016 wws hall of famer and also another part of the raw radio broadcast team every monday afternoon on talk show as well before we get into the thick of things let's go ahead and welcome jd and john <clears throat> uh, oh and wait a minute we have a we have a, a, a another in, incoming uh, let's go ahead and welcome welcome him as well uh he is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. And, of course, if you think about his, his nickname, you go back to that 60s sitcom Happy Days where he went a little something. That character went a little something just like this. He went, A. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to Fonzie. Fonzie has made it on here as well. To, uh, Wolfpack 168. Fonzie, we also welcome you here this evening as well, sir. Yep. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight <clears throat> comes to us from one of our long-standing groups here in the WWS stable of groups. 
That is, of course, WCWS Nitro Thunder. If you care to join us through, of course, uh, through Nitro Thunder here tonight, uh, the live video for Wolfpack episode 168, feel free to join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Nitro Thunder Lives. And I do see we have one person that has joined the live video here tonight is, of course, our 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also our multiple title holder in our trivia championship series. She is the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach is now made it on to 168 of Wolfpack as well through the live video feed. And we welcome you to this evening here as well. Well, and if you care to join us, speaking of which, if you care to join us through TalkShoot.com uh, as well, of course, give us a call here, 1605-562-0444. Let me give you that number one more time, 1605-562-0444, ID 13-pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, will, inc will include, in addition to our wrestling news, reviews, and history, and birthdays, uh, we're also going to go ahead also start getting our uh, predictions in from some of our some of the guys here tonight about this Sunday's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Of course, eight matches lined up for this Sunday's epic event, and we will definitely get some talking as to uh, who will take place here, uh, what will take place here. And, of course, you got to also keep in mind here, there's going to be a lot at stake here, and, 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 I, and I will give more detail on that here. Uh, in just a, a few moments, and everyone here revolved knows what I am talking about. Yes, indeed. So let's go ahead and not waste any time. Let's go ahead and not waste any time to get right on into it here, folks, as we get started with our wrestling news and views here to start things off here on Wolfpack tonight. And we go to, from King Ice, we now go to the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, with what he's got on tap with the wrestling news this evening. J.D., please proceed. All right, just a second. I had the story here. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. Ember Moon recently spoke with GodLive.com about her wedding to indie wrestler Showtime Matthew Palmer later this fall. Said Moon, it's Ember to said Moon, it's awesome to have him as a professional wrestler because we just bounce ideas back and forth. He knows the lifestyle. He knows everything that I deal with, and he gives me advice. It's nice to come home and have someone that understands everything I go through. The good, the bad, the ugly, the awesome, and the perfect. He's my better half, however, if you will, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, how Nikki Bell said recently it's fun to be back in WWE. Recently she spoke, however, on the Bell Talent's YouTube channel discussing the return of the ring, however, in which she talked also about the revamp of the Birdie B lineup of the Bellas, their Bella Radici wine brand expanding, and much more. Discussing her and Bree's return, Nikki said the following, Most important right now, Bree and I have made our comebacks at WWE, and that has just been insane. Being in the match with her last week was just so fun. It's just fun to be back in front of the crowd on the live crowd, the live viewers, WWE Universe Bella Army. I was just in heaven, and I'm really excited for this build-up to the Australia show. I can't believe I'm going to be tagging with Ronda Rousey. I feel very blessed right now with my life, however, mind you. Meanwhile, Batista, however... Has had some interesting comments to say, however, as well. Said he never intended, however, mind you, to be an action star and talks WWE being a grind. Recently, he was, spoke with Sport Bible for a new interview discussing some of the highlights of his career in getting and acting. Here's some of the highlights he listed. I also think that being on the road with WWE is such a grind, he said, on being on the road with WWE. It really just developed my work ethic. I always had a strong work ethic, but nothing like that after I came out of the WWE. It really prepared me to just tolerate anything. 
You have to have a really thick skin there to begin with, but you also just have to pull your way and be willing to sacrifice. On the sacrifices he made for the company, I've sacrificed a lot. I've been through a lot of injuries, a lot of lost time with family throughout my wrestling career. I just, I never was home. I lost a marriage with someone who was a very, very, very close friend of mine. We still remain friends, but just never bring, being home just tore our marriage apart. On his movie career, Batista said, going and acting was something very different. I never, ever planned on being an action star. Actually, just wanted to be an act- actor. I actually didn't want to be an action star. I thought it was an easy mold- that was an easy mold to fit in, and now I want to be an action star. On what he would do different if he could, he said, if I could go back and do it again, I know this sounds cliche, but I would go back and focus on education. I always preach that. I preach that to my kids, and I believe that that's something you can take with you no matter where you are in your life and where you're at in the world. Meanwhile, Batista also said, however, he's surprised that WWE has not called him and asked him to be a part of SmackDown 1000 that will be coming up in October in his hometown, Washington, D.C. He says he felt offended by the WWE that they wouldn't call him and ask him to come in uh, to the 1000th show. But one person did open the door and say that he is more than welcome to come at the House of Parkour as he has love and appreciation and respects him. That turning out to be Tommy Dreamer. And finally, however, on Thursday Night Ball this week, however, we've got the Ravens and the Bengals playing one another, and we're already four minutes to go in the first half, and it has been a very interesting night in the Queen City of Cincinnati, the home of Brian Pillman and Dean Ambrose. Andy Dalton has thrown three first-half touchdowns, and is 13-20 so far for a buck 64, and A.J. Green has three catches for 43 yards, scoring all three times for the Bengals, however. Joe Flacco, meanwhile, is 5-10, between 68 and 85 yards, but has been sacked three times, and so far it is 21-7 Cincinnati late in the first half. In addition to that, however, mind you, earlier this evening, however, we saw one of the college games being played, however, mind you, that happened earlier this evening, however, between BC and Wake Forest. BC, I believe, did defeat Wake Forest, however, in that game. Uh, I think how the up the scores here. I'm not sure. I think it was 41-34, if I'm not mistaken. But we do know there were some games this afternoon. How I think how I'm be here. I'm just trying to find the scores here. If you ask me, so bear Probably with me. More how, uh... What's that? Probably yeah. more Madison. Yeah, I am. No, I am. I know. I'm just trying to find the scores here. I actually have that score right here too, as well. 41. 41-34, Boston College over Wake The Boston Forest. College did win by a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that is correct, yes. Okay, so that is the final of that game. Okay, so there we go. Yeah. And uh, before we get to the birthdays and dates from John, I must ask, Karen, you'll probably fill me in. What's the latest on uh, Hurricane Florence down there right now? Uh, right now, um, there's, uh, there's still, um, let's see, then I can possibly give you some uh, I could probably possibly give you some. Um, uh, let's see here. Get you some little some. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I did hear that the uh, uh, Florence is now a Category Two storm as it approaches the, the coastline. Yeah. Uh, um, it was four now. The Weather Channel pushes a hundred miles per hour gust ashore. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a monster, uh, right now. Uh, and it's hitting, um, uh, it's, it's, um, it's hitting, 
it's hitting us uh, pretty. It's it's coming in here. Um, but uh, they're saying like to depend upon the track and all that. The best we may be able to get, of course, will probably be like a bunch of rain. Um, depending upon what the track is, they were talking about this as I mentioned last night. That depending depending upon the track, we could see. Uh, if it stays one way, it will, we won't get as much rain. But if it, if it shifts again, then they said that we could get uh, we could get like more rain. I said I think one they say like one to two inches. If 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 it stayed where it was as of yesterday, however, that if it shifted, we could get about six to ten in this part of the area. Uh, uh, but um, but I mean, it was uh, there, we we did have some spouts of rain earlier today. It was windy a little bit, but nonetheless, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, right now it wasn't really major, but I can go ahead and tell you that several of our local grocery stores, and I did look and see the bread shelves were completely bare. Uh, so people were not people, people were not were people were not wasting any time in in trying to get prepared for this. So big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, especially my neck of the woods here. Um, well, they, they I think everybody. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, please. They said everybody. They said, Chad, I'm sorry. They said that the parkway is full of people because they're leaving from their house and going somewhere safe. And they said the parkway is backed up for miles and miles because. It can come tomorrow, which is Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and it's going to hit the shore, North Carolina shore, the east coast, where, you know, like I said, North Carolina south, because they already canceled three games already, um, postponed way before Saturday. West Virginia and North Carolina State postponed. North, uh Central Florida versus North Carolina at North Carolina Tarios postponed. East Carolina at Virginia Tech postponed. So it could go. It's right where you got where you're living at, uh, Chad. It's right in the East Coast, and there he canceled three games already. It might cancel even more, but they will not know yet until tomorrow. But it's going to hit badly, and they because I heard on the news. The traffic from miles and miles in North Carolina, everybody's trying to head shore, like leaving the higher grounds from their house to the higher grounds until this passes over. And the traffic is backed up in the, where you're living at from the parkway. So, right. Mr. Ryan, that's how you got. It's affecting the... The thing about it is, from the coast to get, to get back to the main shore, I've heard is only one way in and off, on and off, and yeah. uh, and that it could be, like I said, some folks. I mean, as I said last, yesterday, I was looking at uh, some things like on on TV, on uh, uh, TV like uh, HLN, CNN, all of them saying that a lot of them yeah. are going to be staying somewhere, are, are going to be staying in Wilmington, they're going to ride this thing out, and yeah. um, which is kind of, but I mean, but like I said. Uh, you know, there there've been a lot of there've been a lot of folks who've rode out the same before and survived it. So I mean, they mm -hmm. survived stuff like that. I mean, let me tell you something. I was when back in 1995. I remember when Felix hit Virginia Beach. I was living in Virginia yeah. Beach at the time, 
and it was yeah. and, and if you want to talk, I mean it wasn't as bad obviously but I mean the thing is they didn't take any chances on that I mean I mean they made yeah. houses were and everything like that too so I mean it was yeah. uh it, it was it was it was crazy Crazy. Yeah, you know, I know. I know. Yeah, okay. uh, just be safe. Indeed. That's all. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, 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 and I, we're watching things very carefully here. So thank you all very much for, like yeah. I said, the hopes and prayers, hopes and prayers down here. And maybe like it by the time that we get, uh, uh, um, uh, if, um, like I said, uh, um, like I said, Depending upon what, like I said, where this thing is going, which I think it's going to probably head towards my, my neck of the woods. Which I, I'm in the middle of the state, by the way. So, uh, so more, so so more, so more than likely, uh, uh, if it, if anything gets to us, it'll probably be months of rain. Uh, and it would not surprise me that if it kind of flooded, if there's several areas, you know, yeah. when we get if we get got pummeled hard by rain here, at least by tomorrow or Saturday. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure that's going to be pretty much the remnants. That's going to go right into possibly the, the state itself. I'm sure. So, but yeah. thank y'all, like very much here in our court, like I said, uh, down down here, and like I said in North Carolina, and uh, and uh, and hopefully, like I said, uh, and um, I'll be uh, um, it'll be it'll be hopefully it'll be, it'll be just nothing more than like I said, just uh, uh, like I said, just winds and rain falling through and everything of that nature. So I do appreciate yeah. that all. Very very much, uh, and uh, JD, anything else, sir? You wish to add to your news? JD, JD, JD. Hey. Okay, and I guess that's a, I guess that's all he had. Then, so uh, JD, thank you very much, JD. Along with King and W.O. Jawar T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. And bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that big time combination. Let's see what John has here on tap here with our wrestling history and birthdays for today, September the 13th. Uh, we're going to go back a little ways here, guys. 80, 80 years ago today, if you put that in 1938, John Pesek was awarded the National Wrestling Association heavyweight title after the champion at the time, Everett Marshall, refused at their annual meeting to post a $1,000 bond. Hesick was the only contender willing to post the bond, so he was awarded the belt. Okay. 32, 32 years ago today, we could put it at 1986, WWF presented the seventh edition of Saturday Night's Main Event at the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. The show didn't air until October the 4th of 86. At that time, it had been the longest gap between the show's taping and its original airing in the series. It wound up being, wound up being 32 days from the 21st edition. It was taped on April 25th, 1989, until it aired the next month, which was May 27th, 1989. This particular one featured Hulk Hogan defeating Paul Orndorff by DQ to retain the WWF title. Also, Roddy Piper defeating the Iron Sheik. This was Piper's first match since WrestleMania II. And also, Ricky Steamboat defeated Jake Roberts in a snake pit match. 27 years ago today, we were put in 1991 on Raw. The Quebecers defeated the Steiner Brothers in a Quebec Rules match to win the WWF Tag Team titles by DQ. 
On that same day in Memphis, Tennessee, Tatanka defeated Jerry Lawler to win the, US, the USWA Unified Heavyweight title. 21 years ago today, which was put in at, uh, let's see, 1997, yes, WCW presented Fall Brawl War Games from the Lawrence Joe Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Of course, right near my neck of the woods as well. 11,528 were in attendance with 275,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, which is up from 80,000 from, uh, well, this is 1997's edition, John. Uh, um, So 21 years ago was 1997. So uh, the main event makes history on multiple levels. It's the last time the match is contested in a double cage, and it's the last time war games is contested on pay-per-view. And for the first time, pinfalls were allowed. The three teams were in the match, but in reality, it was a nine-man free-for-all as the man would get a WCW World Heavyweight title shot at Halloween Havoc against Bill Goldberg. In the first match of the night, the British Bulldog and Jim Neidhart defeated Alex Wright and Disco Inferno. But in the match, Bulldog took an awkward bump on a trap door that was meant to be used for, uh, for the Ultimate Warrior. Bulldog would actually wrestle for another match until he had a nearly paralyzing spinal infection. Team WCW, which was DDP, Roddy Piper, and the Warrior, defeated the N- defeated the NWO, which was <clears throat> Wolfpack and the NWO. Uh, DDP got the pinfall over Stevie Ray, and that gave him the WCW World Heavyweight Title shot the next month. In addition to that, it's the first time since 1995 that a face team won won the the, the won the War Games. 19 years ago today, was put it at 1999. Eric Bischoff is removed from his post at w, as WCW president. On that same day from Charlotte, North Carolina on Nitro, Chris Benoit defeated Rick Steiner to regain the WCW World TV title. 17 years ago today, put it at 2001, WWF presented a live episode of SmackDown from Houston, Texas at the Compact Center. It was scheduled to be taped two days earlier. But due to the 9-11 attacks in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania, it was taped live. Similar to the 1999 Owen Hart tribute show, the storylines were taken out of the table. And some superstars did a testimonial on what happened on 9-11. Also, Bradshaw had this very emotional speech threatening the attackers, telling the attackers to go to hell. I remember that. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Before the show, Vince McMahon gave a speech, and afterwards, Lillian Garcia sang the Star Spangled Banner. One of the best renditions ever of the Star Spangled Banner came from. It was always from Millie Garcia. Yes, indeed. In the main event of the show, Kurt Angle defeated Rhino. 14 years ago today, I put it at 2004, Simon Dean made his WWE debut as a fitness guru. Simon didn't really do too much in the WWE. He did revive the Nova ECW character in 2005 for a while before going back to being Simon Dean. 13 years ago today, I put it at 2005, Daniel Pewter was released into his four-year deal with WWE due to budget cuts after winning the 2004 Tough Enough. His only success was when he almost injured Kurt Angle. He entered the 2005 Royal Rumble match, but was eliminated by Hardcore Holly and chopped heavy by Chris Ben by Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, and also Hardcore Holly. Nine years ago today, put it at 2009, WWE presented Breaking Point from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The event's hook was that main event matches would be held under submission rules. 
about 12,000 were in attendance and with 169,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from the two, from 211,000 homes watching the 2008 Unforgiven. Like I said, the show's hook of the night was submission matches. In the first submission match, was a submissions count anywhere match with Legacy defeating DX. Also, John Cena defeated Randy Orton in an I Quit match to capture the WWE title. And Fonzie had to step away from this, and I'll hopefully he'll be back on here shortly. John is still getting everything uh, typed up here. CM Punk defeated The Undertaker in a submission match to retain the World Heavyweight title. In true WWE fashion, Undertaker had originally won the title by making Punk submit to Hell's Gate. A SmackDown GM Teddy Long reversed the decision and said that the Hell's Gate submission hold was banned, and yes, it was. Vicky Guerrero, SmackDown GM at the time, banned the hold in May of 2008 with Undertaker using the Hell's Gate on Edge. The match restarted. And Punk used the Anaconda Vice, but the ref rang the bell. However, Undertaker never tapped out. It was a similar screw job to the Montreal screw job, of course, in November 97 between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Eight years ago today, put at 2010, WWE presented Raw Roulette 2010 from the U.S. Bank Arena in Cincinnati, Ohio. This was the first time Raw Roulette would be held since since Seven years ago today, put it at 2011 at an impact taping at Universal Orlando, Sting defeated Ric Flair by submission.
and and I'm sure, like I said, as JD and I talked about here, uh, talked about here er earlier this evening. Uh, <clears throat> give me just one second here. Today is a happy 34th birthday to uh, Baron Corbin, or as JD and I like to refer to him as. Very true on that point. Yeah, thank you very much. And that's it for the history and birthdays here for today. So, John, thank you very much for bringing it to our attention. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Once again, or as Rudolph would say, "Don't go near him. He's mine." That's it. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode one sixty eight of NWO Wolfpack for uh, Thursday, September thirteenth, two thousand eighteen. Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman Jerry Rolamo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the, uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, on our live video feed tonight. We have the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. We also have the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie on here earlier. He, I don't know if he had to step away or not. I'm not sure. But hopefully he'll be he'll be back on here uh, momentarily. Uh, also, I do have to notice here on the on the live video feed that uh, we did have Captain Dave Spieler join us as well. So we do welcome Captain Dave there as well. Uh, of course, JD, you have hyped up. Of course, talked about his uh, his his uh, uh, new podcast that's out there. Yes, the Captain's Corner podcast. Uh, I try to give it a plug every chance I get. I know uh, Captain Dave uh, would appreciate that, guys. If you're looking for a good independent wrestling talk, hour, check out Captain Cor uh, Dave's uh, podcast. Our very very informative. It's all similar. It talks about the latest in independent wrestling, including Combat Zone Wrestling in New Jersey. Uh, Dave interviews the best independent wrestlers, past and present, however. And I know he's been doing this for a while, so uh, I know he would appreciate me giving a plug out to him. So uh, if you're looking for a good uh, podcast to listen to out there, guys, however, be sure to check out Captain Dave's podcast, however. It is very informative, however, i got to say, and one of the better uh, podcasts to listen to out there. Absolutely. Thank you very much there, J.D., and ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get our, <clears throat> let's go ahead and uh, zip right on into it. Of course, as you know, here this coming Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, is of course WWE's next pay-per-view entry. That is, of course, the 2018 Hell in a Cell. Of course, it'll be taking place in San Antonio, Texas at the AT&T Center. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, and a very interesting poster they've got out here, of course, with uh, uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman looking like a couple of demons. Uh, but uh, very, 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 very interesting uh, artwork there, indeed. So you have to definitely check out the poster out. Very, very cool there, indeed. Eight matches, ladies and gentlemen, on the card for this Sunday's event. And as, as I said here earlier, uh, I, actually, as I said here in the last couple of nights, uh, uh, we have had a little bit of a, of course, a, a little uh, pred pred prediction war, so to speak, between 
the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, and of course, and in, and in, uh, and this right here is not is 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 not going to be an exception to that rule. But of course, as being a good sport about this, uh, we have decided to kind of up the ante, up the stakes, as they say, if you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, and of course, I will go ahead and mention here to you, uh, <clears throat> JD will be bringing his predictions in here tonight. Um, MLD will, of course, be more than likely be bringing her predictions in on our prediction show on Sunday. Which check that out at five o'clock. Of course, special edition of Revolution. Uh, <clears throat> right before five o'clock, of course, we talk about, of course, all the matches for Hell in a Cell. Uh, but uh, I will, I will go ahead and mention here too that, like I said, the stakes couldn't have been, like I said, any, any better in this, uh, <clears throat> uh, because there is now something at stake here that uh, that Michelle or JD could win. Uh, depending upon how this how this pay-per-view goes. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I will say that the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach and the human suplex machine John Bros is also going to be benefiting from this as well. And even even a much better setup, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie is also going to be uh, is going to benefit from this too. And let me explain why. Uh, as far as JD and between JD and Michelle, and also between Ann and John, stipulations is as follows: between JD and Michelle, whoever has the most uh, predictions correct afterwards, after the hell in the cell is over with, will become the new. And of course, this is a couple of new belts that we that I just started here several days ago. That whoever between JD and Michelle, whoever has the most predictions correct after Hell in a Cell, will be awarded the WCWS Iron Man Championship. As for as for Ann and John, whoever has the most predictions correct between between them will become the new GFWS Global Champion. And of course, uh and of course, you're saying, okay, well, how's how does the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie fit into all this? Well, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we here at WWS do not leave any of our brethren out of of any of any uh, fun stuff here, especially of course when it comes to making predictions for a pay per view event, nor of course going after a big time reward. Fonzie is going to be looking very very carefully after what happens between JD and Michelle, and between Ann and John, and whomever wins each each wins a respected belt either the WCWS Ironman title or the GFWS global title Fonzie is going to challenge one of these two for for their respective belts so uh, it's going to be a very it's going to be a very interesting thing here after hell in the cell here and we will more than likely present this this Tuesday night next Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, as we will talk about, of course, the raw matches uh, from Hell in a Cell, as well as give you our results for next week's Monday Night Raw show, of course. And may the best after. person win, and I'm not saying that to be sarcastic, I'm saying it's going to be a battle, let's just say, I and mean, we're expecting a good battle. Yes, indeed, that's all. That, that's what it's all about, and like I said here, uh, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very interesting one, nonetheless. I mean, there's going to be some big time talks here and discussions about all this coming up here, 
Uh, so you can barely believe and that. To give you an update uh, now, it is 28-14 Cincinnati. Andy Dalton is having a big night, folks. Four touchdowns, 178 passing. Joe Flacco, 164. But like I said, we're almost at halftime. However, it is going to be, like I said, a battle. Like I said, right now it is 28-14 Cincinnati, almost at halftime here tonight as we got an update on that game for you. Okay, and I do see that that the Empress Emory Rickenbody has made it back on to the live video feed, so we're going to probably end up getting hers as well. So right now, JD, you, John, and Ann will get y'all's predictions in for Hell in a Cell here right now, and I will go down. I will go through each and every. I will go through each and every. Um, like I said, down through every match here and get everybody's opinion about it and who they think is going to win each match. All right, here we go here. In no particular order here, guys. No particular order. So just keep that in mind. Okay, first off here, J.D., I'll start with you as we as we talk about the mixed tag team match hitting Daniel Bryan and his wife, Brie Bella, versus The Miz and his wife, Maurice. Your thoughts here, please. This has been a very clunky build-up a little bit, if you want to call it that. The question is, is Brie going to be ready to go on Sunday? Can she get the ring rust out of her after a couple of weeks. Hopefully she can. I mean, Daniel Bryan, of course, we saw that happen on Monday, on Wednesday or Tuesday night in the uh, SmackDown main event, however. Hopefully it will be not a short match. I mean, it might, it'll probably be a short match, more than likely. I'm going to say, I was going to say, hopefully it won't be a short match, but uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they'll uh, continue this feud beyond uh, Hell in a Cell. But you know what, Howard? I think Daniel Bryan, there's talk already, he's re-signed his contract, however, I think it's almost pretty much a guarantee at this point, however, that he should be staying around with the company, however, and if he doesn't, however, shame on them, but WWE not keeping him, but I think he's already re-signed, so you don't have to worry about him leaving, I don't think he's leaving anytime soon, I think this feud will continue on just a little bit more for the time being, I don't know how if it's going to last a few more weeks or another month another paper into Australia or possibly beyond Australia heading into the women's evolution pay-per-view. But right now I give this about eight to 10, maybe 10 and a quarter, just shy of 10 and a half, almost 11 minutes. But like I said, the big thing is obviously can Brie be on her game? Can she fix the bugs and bells and whistles? Like I said, she's uh, been involved in how the thing is. I mean, can she be hundred percent to go and ready to go by putting Maurice down and uh, making Marie and, making Maurice uh, scream with uh, her husband uh, watching, however, referring to uh, Daniel Bryan laughing at uh, his former, uh, let's just say, teacher, The Miz. Yes, yes. And did I say it? Oh, I'll say it one more time. Oh, yes. Guess what? Ms. Maurice, you're in for a rude awakening. This feud will continue, but Daniel has to even the score here. If he doesn't, then what was the point of then bringing it, resigning him? So I'm taking D. Bry and Bree. Team Bella, Team Double B, if you will, will come victorious. I'll be right back. Thank you very much. Uh, John, of course, has gotten his prediction. He, he's, he says here uh, he does agree with J.D., and he hopes that Daniel and Brie Bella do win this, do this match. John also said the right squad might make an appearance in this match to try to get at Brie and Nikki. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens here with that. Uh, and uh, um, and and if you want to give us your thoughts for uh, okay, um, 
But uh, and let's get your thoughts here on the mixed tag match hitting Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella versus the Miz at Maurice. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have, like I said, uh, so far, J.D. John in and saying that Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella will win the mixed tag team match. Uh, next up here, uh, J.D., have you returned? I'm back. Okay, there he is. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, J.D., um, like I said, next up here, the next match we'll talk about here is for the, w, is for the WWE title. Uh, AJ Styles once again defending once again against Samoa Joe. Big time uh, encounter here, and to say the least, here this is brewing over and over each time. Your take here on this match? This has been a very personal thing with these two, Howard, and it's been very heated to watch these two really just literally lay into each other the way they've done, Howard. I mean, this is going to be a very intense view. Note, or not. Intensity. This is going to be a very intense match. This is one I'm really, really looking forward to seeing because I like the history with these two, and I've been a fan of these guys since day one, uh, since they first broke into the business. Like I said, these guys definitely do not play games with each other. It's going to be a very, very good feud, to say the least. How, and like I said, we'll see what happens. But I will say this, how you're, this could be a 15 to 20 minute match. However. AJ did win, of course, by disqualification the last time, however, even though he really wanted to really just tear apart Samoa Joe, however. The question is, this time, however, will Joe be ready for him? I think he will be ready for him this time. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say it. I said it last time at SummerSlam, and I'm going to say it here again and now. I think you're going to see a new champion. I would not be surprised if Samoa Joe walks out of San Antonio with the gold. I think he's going to, and you're looking at a new champion. You're saying, you're uh, saying Samoa Joe. Uh-oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I know by that sound meant, if I heard BS. No, he's going to, Michelle. I mean, this this, this has been a good feud. And by the way, by the way, first off, before Ted introduced her, I must ask Michelle, and I asked you the question, and I'll ask you now, Michelle. Are you guys okay with the storm and everything? Are you guys okay down there? Uh, we haven't got anything so far. Well, I'm glad everything's okay. That's the main thing. I just want to make sure you guys are okay. But, Chad, go ahead. You can introduce Michelle now. Yes, indeed. And, of course, by, by notes in the inset calling to the studio here, she was getting ready. She, there was a message on the back of that thing that said, uh, J.D. is dead meat. Whoa! I may be dead meat, but guess what, Howard? It's going to be fun when uh, Ms. and Maurice tap, however, in front of the whole world. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Okay, anyway, let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and do this before this really gets out of hand. Uh, She's the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She's also known as the Black Widow and also the First Lady of Professional Wrestling. Also a big part, of course, of WWS Triple Threat Talk, Attitude Radio, GFW Main Event, uh, Women's Revolution, uh, and, of course, all of our other shows here in the radio network. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you 
the one and the only, the, the M to the L to the D, the lovely, loving Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has now made it on to Wolfpack episode 168. Uh, Michelle, welcome, of course, to the show. Hello. <clears throat> and we're getting predictions from, of course, Ann, uh, from JD, John, and Ann uh, on, uh, on Hell in a Cell here. Uh, let's see here. John actually is going for AJ to retain the title. Uh, and let's get your take take here on the WWE title match with AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Well, how dare John go against JD? That's shocking. Hmm. And of course, and of course, Michelle, you also know that you have a real big stake in the predictions here for Hell in a Cell because there is something real big at stake after all after Hell in a Cell goes down this weekend. You know what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. An opportunity. I that, and, I, and I said it earlier before you. And I said it earlier before you came on, Michelle. May the best person win, and good luck. Yes, indeed. Because either Michelle or JD will pick up the new WCWS Iron Man Championship belt. Whoever has the most predictions. You after mean may the best woman win, right? Well, that's a we'll good see. point there, Jake. Like you're right. I mean, like I said, it will be a challenge. I am looking forward to uh, the challenge. Yeah. I am like, a, I'm not course, saying you're yeah. gonna win, but like I said, it's gonna it's gonna come down to either one or two matches. Whoever comes out swinging the most for the fences will be out on top. Like I said, it could be you, and like I mean, it could be definitely you. No question about. It. I'm not discrediting you, and it could be me. But like I said, we we've always been neck and neck when it comes to prediction. Oh. And of course, JD, if, if Michelle wins, you have to go and go dig at Digger Tutu out of the closet. Uh, yes, <laughs> so I'm going to send him a hot pink um, G string, actually. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm not going to be like Paul McCartney, however, though. What I don't want to see is Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle, if you didn't hear earlier, it was a joke. Paul McCartney said one time, I guess, it was something, he did something back in the day when uh, him and, I guess, some of the Beals weren't going out and living up the life and partying it up all the time. Right. They, uh, let's just say, had a sit-in and, uh, let's just say, gave the term, I want to hold your hand, a whole new meaning, shall we say. Oh, That's all I can say. No, I'm dead serious. It's all over Yahoo. When I heard that tonight, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, no way. They were trying to squeeze okay. the people on their crumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and um, did you hear the last one there, Vanier, the WWE title match between AJ and Samoa Joe? Let's see if you got sure. I know she's, I know she, uh, I hope she's okay there. Uh, She's on the she's on the live video feed. Uh, but, uh, we did also have Fonzie earlier, and um, and I, th- I guess he has something to, to take care of, so I guess he had to leave us for the evening. And is also going with AJ. Pick up a win here. So there you go. All right, next matchup here, uh, JD. I'll bring it to your attention uh, first. The SmackDown Tag Team title match, uh, of course, the New Day versus Rusev Day, Rusev and Aiden English. 
Uh, two two parter two parter question here is that a who who will represent the new day in defending the belts and b who will win the match? JD, please proceed. All right. To answer your question, however, who wins the match, however, it should be Rusev Day, although the bar got hosed, though. And I'll tell you what, the bar is going to be in my neck of the woods a week from Saturday, however, which is going to be pretty cool, however. I did mention on uh, the debate tonight. Uh, I think Rusev Day will win the gold, however, on uh, to, uh, who the New Day will be. I think it will be Big E and Kofi. Don't be surprised if you, I mean, we've talked about this a while back, Howard, that the New Day were talking about maybe splitting it one time. I think it still could be in the cards. You never know. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. But I think the New Day could be split up pretty soon. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. So. You're, saying that, you're saying that Rusev and Aiden English are going to pick up the tag belts? Yes, I do. Okay. Wow, he's double bullshit. Uh, <laughs> John says here, Rusev's day's time is definitely due. John thought it was going to be the bar, but if there's anything that deserves to take up the titles in the New Day, it's Rusev Day. Uh, okay, John. And John, who do you think will represent the New Day in defending the belts? It should be the Usos against the New Day. That's who it should be. John believes it's going to be Big E and Xavier. Excuse me. Whoa! So John John's also so this this oh, wait a minute I wrote the wrong one okay there you go whoops blooper time stop blooper time then okay <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't I can't help it <laughs> no I'm sure everyone everyone remembers all that so there you go um. Especially they made fun of me only living in color. That and also vanilla ice. When Jim Carrey did vanilla ice, that was hilarious. Um, and your thoughts here on the SmackDown tag title match. Who do you think was going to represent the New Day in this in, in defending the belts? And who do you think is going to win the match? Real quick while you're waiting on Ann, um, I, I think ahead. that Rusev, Rusev deserves it tag team-wise, but not with Aiden English. It should be somebody else. Well, yeah. But I don't think Aiden English ever since he was moved up with his with when he was called I don't think they ever had ever held the yeah, not not since big, him and uh not since him and Gotch really. They held the NXT tag title, but they never held the big titles, to my right. understanding, right? That's what I thought. Okay. Right. I mean, that, I mean, that's as close as he's probably come to tag gold, tag team gold already. Uh, so let's see. Uh, okay, okay, and okay. Ann's got it right. Ann says that Big E and and uh, Kofi is going to uh, represent the New Day, and she feels that the New Day is going to pull off the win. So there you go. That's right. my girl. <laughs> there you go. Yes, she is. Oh boy. Next up here, of course, is of course the one match that's been talked about, hyped up here big time. Uh, it is going to be, of course, a Hell in a Cell match for the Universal Title. Uh, Roman Reigns defends against Braun Strowman, and this is going to be Braun Strowman's match where he cashes in the money in the bank. JD, your thoughts on this match? Well, Mick Foley's been told not to take any bumps in this, and they've already given him warning not to. Uh, personally, however, 
I mean, he's probably going to maybe break the rules here, maybe in this case. I mean, he might, maybe, depending on how healthy he is after having that surgery a while back. But I just don't see him really uh, taking any bumps here or at least giving out any, giving, uh, being partial, however. But you know what, Howard? I think it's going to happen. Something's going to happen where you know that Braun's going to have to have his boyfriends, Howard, his new uh, Dogs of War, as he calls them, which is the stupidest name ever, I feel. I mean, this is not 1980. This is 2018. You're going to have Christopher Walken being the story here. Um, but you're going to have Dolphin Drew play a part in this, I'm sure, Howard, sneaking in the cage, somehow knocking out Mick, however. And somehow, some way, you know Corbin's going to allow this to happen because, of course, we know how Coxstein Corbin is, however. So, uh, yeah, Braun's going to leave San Antonio with the gold tower, I feel. <laughs> Coxstein Corbin? That's a new one. Coxstein Corbin, yep. That's what I called him. He, he feels that Braun's going to take up the win here and the belt. Yeah. And John also feels the same way that Braun's going to pick, pick up the belt. Uh, and your thoughts here on the universal title match between Braun and Roman Reigns. And and let's and let's let's uh and Ann's got and Ann's uh head has been bothering her a little bit lately, y'all. So let's let let's uh say a little bit of a prayer for her. Oh, and I'm sorry Ann, feel better. Yes. And I'm and I know she probably didn't want me to say it out loud, but I mean the thing is but the thing is prayer always says. So. Yes, and besides she's one of those that actually offered it to me. Whenever the word got out about the hurricane, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. Michelle, by the way, I'm sure you, you heard, I'm sure you got my uh, little voice thing on the raw rent chat box earlier. Um, that, that I posted on there earlier. Uh, in Mexico and Spain, I am known as El Grande Ricardo, but in America, they call me Big. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I got that off of Poo's line. If you, yeah, I thought, yeah, if I ever watched Poo's line, is it anyway? Um, that's where I got that off of. Now let's take it. Oh wait a minute, she's got it. She, uh, it's a, uh, it's uh, all the way through here. She feels that Braun's gonna pick it up as well. There you go. All right, next up here, uh, the, of course, another one that's been talked about here big time here since what happened at SummerSlam, the Raw Women's Title Match, Ronda Rousey defending in a return bout against Alexa Bliss. Uh, JD, your thoughts here. Well, Alexa's trying to learn some moves. I'll give her that, however. But, of course, she'll probably have, of course, the uh, Pan Am stewardess silver uh, one, however. It looks like a chandelier in her corner and Mickey James trying to help her out. But guess what, however? They shouldn't even be allowed at ringside, however. They should be staying in the back watching, however, and taking notes, however, because they've already learned how, what Rod is capable of, however. But, you know, Alexa's going to try anything she can to pull off a fast one and cheat, as usual, to get a fluke victory, however. Guess what, however? Hopefully it'll be a little bit better, but I don't hold much hope for this one. In the end, however, it's going to be plain and simple, however. Ronda retains, however, and goes mm-hmm. on, however, to Australia, however. And then, like I said, eventually we're going to see her and Nikki in the program. Yeah, 
So you're saying that Ronda will will retain the belt. And John also feels that Ronda Rousey as well. Uh, and your thoughts on the Raw Women's title match between Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss. And she will also kick Jared DiGiorno's hand in, too. <laughs> oh! Force him to put that 2 2 on him. Whoa! <laughs> MLD will sit be sitting there just laughing at school. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Michelle mentioned the G Street earlier. I think for JD, uh, Michelle, you got to call it a J Street. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow, right. Tom and are throwing some freaking heated tweets at each other. And also here, Michelle, once we get done with this right here, with uh, JD's, John's, and Ann's predictions, I've got to get your take here on, they did the final roster reveal video, and this time they did on the Legends. And you'll get a kick out of the Legends. Yes, I got to get your, I, I mean, and yes, I've there's some good ones here, which I've never thought that I would see some of these guys on here, but you would get a kick out of them, trust me. And I got we gotta take care of them tonight while I have it on. So let me see what Ann says here. Ann, what's your take on the Raw women's title match? Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss. Some will surprise you. Some will say, some of you will say, wow, and some of you will say, mm. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and uh, and as as I have said many many times here, Anne has put it in this respect: Rhonda will rip Alexa Bliss in half. <laughs> oh my God, that's her word. <laughs> so she's also going for Ronda Rousey to retain the belt. Okay, there you go. All right, and uh, I know Michelle. This is another match here, and uh, as JD and go to their thoughts about this. This is one I know you're also going to be paying attention to on Sunday. The Hell in a Cell match pitting Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. JD, your thoughts here on this match? Jeff needs a break. Seriously, I mean Jeff has been burning the candle at both ends quite a lot lately. However, I mean he definitely needs to go home for a while and just. Let his body heal. I don't know how much longer he's going to continue to just abuse his body this way, but this is a new dangerous Randy Orton, one we've seen before and one we haven't seen for a while, however. But at the same time, I think he's developed a little more of a mean streak and a little darker, edgier, heelish side than we've seen him. I mean, this is a new, let's like I said, uh, straight edge. I mean, I wouldn't say straight edge Randy Orton, but this is more like a very uh, poisonous, angry, pissed off, to hell with you people, what you think, Keller, and I'm telling you, I'm ready to bite everyone's head off and spit it down their throat, Orton. And I'll tell you right now, I think Jeff's going to be in for a rude, rude awakening. I mean, Randy's hungry, and Randy will win come Sunday. Don't say that on my account. No, I mean, it's legit. I mean, you look at I mean, just, you've seen, I mean, the last two or three months, it's just been 
very, very heated. This I'm going to say heated. This has been a more angrier Viper than we've seen. This is a more pissed off guy than we've seen. This is the new and improved Viper. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better. You're right, Michelle. It is because, I mean, he just shows a lot more heated and a lot more anger. And like I said, I think once he got, uh, I think that whole incident with him when he got into trouble a while back, however, I mean, when they got into trouble, he just said, The hell with you people. The hell with you think. I'm doing it my way. And if you don't like it, tough, you know what. John says here, if this actually is Jeff Hardy's curtain call, he believes that Hardy should win this match. So he, John is apparently going with Jeff Hardy. Uh, and your thoughts here on the Hell in the Cell match between RKO and Jeff Hardy? I'm going to shock the hell out of y'all when I give y'all my results. And Michelle, you'll be bringing that to us on Sunday. Is that correct? That is correct. Good Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise. Yes, indeed. I'm just humming here, guys. I'm just trying to keep myself awake. Oh, boy. Okay, let's see. I think Anne's got her answer up. And Anne is going with RKO to pick up the win. Okay. Next up here, uh, JD, John, and Ann. Uh, this is another. This has been another heated thing ever since what happened. It's a shocker happened at uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, JD, we'll start with you. Your take on the SmackDown women's title match, Charlotte defending against Becky Lynch. There's something new coming out of the story I've heard today that could shock a lot of people. A double turn could be happening here. Charlotte could be going back to heel and Becky go back to being the face because the Becky heel turn has just not worked, however. And it could happen here. But as I said before, however... This is a pissed-off Becky who continues to get snubbed over by management. I don't know why they keep burying her. However, she's come close to tasting glory a few times. I mean, the Money in the Bank thing should have been in her hands. She almost had that success in Brooklyn. This time, however, she's not going to back away. I think you're going to see the double switch happen here. Don't be surprised if Char goes back to being what she's great at, and that is full-blown heel, and she is good at it. No doubt. We know she's great at it. And Becky goes back to being a favorite. I think you're going to see a new champion. Becky will walk out of the gold. Or, excuse me, out of San Antonio with the gold. I think the switch is coming. You're saying you're saying that Becky's going to pick up the belt? Yes, she has to. And if they don't, her, then she should just demand a page, trade me to SmackDown. Not trade me to SmackDown. Trade me over to Raw to send me, like, Sasha or Bailey or something. Because they just keep wasting her. Why? Wow, she'll Smackdown. really get steamed over there. Well, I mean, how many times does she have to be buried? Look at the women's roster against the SmackDown's roster. She'll get steamrolled over there. Yeah, but at least she doesn't have to be in Charlotte's spotlight all the time. Not to say Charlotte has the spotlight all the time. You wanted to go and be in Ronda Rousey's spotlight? Oh, man, come on, dude. I thought you had more respect for her than that. Right now, Ronda Rousey is the number one raw bitch, and I don't understand why, but she is. 
And I would hate to see someone, even as like Becky Lynch, get steamrolled by a fucking UFC fighter. I'm not saying she should face Ronda. I agree with you there, Michelle. You're right. I agree 100%. She should not be in Ronda Spotlight. But at least she can take on decent competition like Amber Moon, like uh, Ruby Riot, someone like uh, Alexa Blissigan, who she's had history with. It's time, I mean, if they want to do something, I mean, they got to do something better with her. And like I said, Charlotte is always going to be the top person on SmackDown. We know that. But the thing is, now you've got Oscar and Naomi teaming up. I don't know how that's going to last. That could be a thing that could last only just a short time. But the thing is, how many times, and I've said this, you and I, again, agree to disagree a lot on these, but how many times does Becky have to get steamrolled over by Paige and by the management of the SmackDown brand, of the, like the booking team? She has come so damn close to tasting glory again. She should have won up Money in the Bank. She got totally effed over in Brooklyn. This time she says, to hell with okay. you. Like, I, it's always I, she did I, on Tuesday. I get your point. I understand your point. But, you know, you have to think about the other ones that are getting steamrolled as well and not do, they're not True. doing shit with yeah, Naomi. No doubt. I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. No doubt. You know, e- even Carmella. I mean, to give Carmella credit, Carmella has gotten better. Am I saying I'm a fan of hers? Hell no. No, by no means. But I give the girl credit. She plays the heel to the atypical part. She plays it fabulous. You know, consider, you know, her music. But, there's so many of them right now that are getting steamrolled. They don't know what to do with. I keep seeing all these articles. Oh, creative teams don't know what to do with Oscar. Don't know what to do with this one. Don't know what to do with that one. I, I mean, how fair is that? You know, I mean, no, you're right. It, it you're really isn't. No, you you are right. You are 100 percent right. I agree. You are 100. I, I think this Revolution pay per view is going to be a big flunk. I I I think so too. I I I I think they're desperate because they figure with Hell in a Cell being pushed back a month. However, that's why they wanted to do the Australian one. And like I said, and I said this before, not on this show, but on every show here, including this one. If they were smart, do the Australian show. Screw the women's pay per view now. And I'm saying this here and now. I know you're going to say, "Holy shit, JD's uh, thinking out of his ass." No, screw it. Push the Australian pay per view. Then you. say, yeah, just say if you're not getting enough ticket sales. Bag this pay-per-view right now and then start building up after Australia to Survivor Series. You can have that built up in six weeks. You can do that like you did with the Rumble every year. The last pay-per-view and the first pay-per-view of the year, you always have that time to build up. This is the time now you've got to say, okay, right after the women's pay-per-view, we can sit down for about four or five weeks and start to build up Survivor Series. This would be the time you do it. But no, they're too egomaniacal and they're too petty because they have people like Kevin Dunn Road Dog and whoever the hell else is writing Raw and SmackDown. I mean, I'm not to say Paul Heyman's one of them, but Paul Heyman's one of the writers on Raw, I know. But they've got, like I said, you, me, and everyone on this show can write better TV than they've been writing. I mean, right now, this year, they're having too many pay-per-views, and I think starting next year, you're going to have to cut back a lot on the pay-per-views, and you're definitely going to have to cut back on Raw from three to two hours. I've said this so many times. Yeah, I would agree. Sorry, Ted. Okay, no, no, that's all right. No. <clears throat> when it get, when it gets interesting like this, I like to listen a little bit there and there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and your we, we like the butt heads, so. But it's all in good fun. And of course, like that's part of it all. Right. This is all going to come into good play here. Of one of y'all are going to be a champion after Hell in a Cell, so there you go. So that's going to yeah. probably be something that both of y'all are going to end up using after or going into this. So. Uh, and your thoughts here on the SmackDown Women's title match, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. We got one more match to talk about here, 
and then I'm going to put MLD to the test on the Legends, uh, which I think they were doing this in the sh in the three different videos anyway. The the first one, which was the uh, current roster, the second one, which was 205 Live and NXT, and the third one, which was obviously the Legends, and they all and they all had tag teams in these videos guys yeah, ones, Michelle. And like, while you do that i'm gonna step out while you do that of course but like i said there's some good ones michelle you'll like trust me yeah and rusev and lana had some good guests during these these during these videos they had the b team in the first one they had the club in the second one and the third one they had the bar <clears throat> what's the first so, one the b team they had the b team as guests oh, in the first one Team, team. <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, Gallus and Anderson. Uh, the second video, like I said, just on Tuesday, they had, uh, like I said, they had the bar. And I like the sweet shirts that Cesaro and Shane Sapp for, for that. I love their shirts. Right, they got me up. too. I want they look, shirts. And they look like soccer dudes. Yeah, look yeah, like I shirts. want one. Yeah. Uh, Course, make sure you. Oh God! You said Seamus. Damn it! There it goes in my head again. Make sure, but also by the way, Michelle, if you don't get one of those shirts, make sure you detach your arm and your leg, and sure it's going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Anne is going with Charlotte to retain the women's title. <clears throat> That's my uh, girl, Anne. <laughs> yeah. One more match to go here, guys. JD, let's start with you here, and we talk about the Raw. Uh, speaking of speaking of the uh, speaking of which the uh, <clears throat> the Raw Tag Team Title Match, which would put Dolph and Drew defending the belts against Rollins and Ambrose. Your thoughts here, JD? Well, I mean, you're gonna see probably no title change here as much as you want to, however, because I think Dolph and Drew are gonna find a way to win, however. But if this, this, I'm torn on this one because see, I have my theory on this one. If Seth and Dean would win, however, then I could see maybe on Monday night, however, they getting basically Dolphin Drew to make a rematch from Corbin and then maybe getting the belts back and then maybe Dean going full-blown heel, though, possibly in attacking Seth and starting to feud with Seth. But by the same token, I could see it happen here also, basically without Seth and Dean winning the titles here. I'm kind of torn on this one. This is a tough one, but I'm going to say... The latter one. I'm going to go with my second option here. I think you're going to see this happen, Howard. I think Dolphins Rue will retain as much as I hate to say it, Howard. But if they don't start the split up between Seth and Dean, maybe here, don't be surprised if you start to see a little bit of tension, maybe on Monday night in Dallas. You could see it happen. So you're so you're ta so you are taking this one more time. So Dolphin Drew, so but like I, get, I said, Howard, this was a tough one because, like I said, I could see a split up with Seth and Dean, maybe. Unless they're say, if they don't do it here, they could do it then on Monday night, possibly. Okay. John believes that Rollins and Ambrose will win, but he believes that they'll win by DQ. I almost went that way too. I was almost determined to go that way. I kind of I that was another option I looked at carefully too. I was thinking that too, but I just I said I can't do that. And Ann, your thoughts here on the Raw Tag Team Title Match: Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defending against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose.
Remember, I am El Grande Ricardo, but you can call me the. Okay. I can't get that out of my head now. I, I can't get that out of my head now. It was just so. It was a skit they did in which, like, said that something that would be guaranteed to be bleeped by the censor on their show, and that was something that was bleeped. Just I don't know who said it, but one of them said, "I am El Grande Ricardo, but you can call me Big Beep." That's that's why they did it. So. Uh, of course, I love the Drew Carey version a lot better than any of them. I don't like the new one. The uh, new. I think Anne is still typing up what she thinks, so let's give her just a second here. Um, Don't forget my announcement. Hmm? Don't forget Michelle's Don't forget announcement. Don't forget my announcement. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, and, and like I said, also coming up here, folks. After we get this last prediction, uh, I won't turn things over to MLD. I think she has a she has a uh, an interesting announcement here. I won't say what it's about, but I'll let her explain that here in just a few moments. Yeah, I'll make it quick. It it really isn't a big big deal story or anything, but to me, I'm excited about. It. Well, absolutely. Well, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, like I say, anything anything you like to say is is just wonderful. I mean, we we always love to hear some great stuff. Okay. No matter how big or how small, I like you. Okay, that is. <laughs> that is <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and we hope also uh, that uh, the heartbreak kid Fonzie's okay. He was here earlier, but I guess he had like so he had the somewhere to go or something. But we'll hope to hear from him tomorrow. As a very interesting and a very special moment for him tomorrow night here, and uh, <clears throat> and we'll talk about that here here in a little bit. And all we're going to say here, guys, is it will be a surprise, basically. That's all we're going to say. JD, am I right about that? You are correct on that. All right. I mean, I'm sure Ann is still type still typing up what she thinks right here. But let me go ahead and re- reiterate Ann one more time. The Raw Tag Team Title Match: Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. I know they've been talking about that the reason why Kurt Angle hasn't been on TV in a while because he's been doing some training for it for hopefully to get back in the ring soon. And I will go on record to say this, and JD, Michelle, John, and Ann, y'all heard me. So you will hear me say this. I think, uh, I, and I hope and pray, which I don't know how what, what route they're going to go with this, but I hope and pray that the first match that Karangle has when he gets back into the ring will be against Corbin. I hope yeah, it is. I think I think they're soon for that. I think that's the plan. I've been hearing. Karangle's going to tear him up. That's all I'm going to say about that. You can't stop that. You can't do it. As good as Kurt Angle is, man, 
Give me a break. You can't beat you can't beat greatness like that. MLD, I'm sure you would agree with that as well. Oh yes, I'm a huge Kurt Angle fan. Danny DeVito. But uh, like I said, you but you know, and y'all heard and y'all and we've noticed this as well here, guys. Y'all know 100% that you know that what we what we hope and think will happen will not happen. It'll be something else. We've seen that pattern, so we know that. And I think the only reason why Stephanie did that was because she was just kind of just one hundred percent ticked off at at the fact that Ronda Rousey handed her handed her butt to her that that one night, taking credit for. That's just. I mean, I know I don't want to start another debate here, but like I said, I mean, I mean the thing about it is, All no right, wonder like, okay, JD, no wonder like I said that. Uh, uh, you know that she's been getting a, a, a lot of hype here and there and, and all that stuff and because like i said because like i said she's still gonna rub, rub it stephanie's gonna still rub it in after you know after ronda rousey beat her hind end at wrestlemania i mean that's i mean i mean on her on, on her family turf for crying out loud i mean yeah this is my personal opinion but i mean and the thing and here's one thing i don't get either that the reason why that you know why why Cor why, why Stephanie appointed Corbin this is because Kurt Kurt Angle what during Kurt Angle's run that there's been mo- nothing but chaos. What do you think is ha- and MLD? I'm sure you would agree with this, and everybody would agree with this. What do you think is going on right now? Chaos. Kurt Angle didn't. There was nothing like that. There was nothing like that within the last what year or so that Kurt Angle has been overseeing Raw. Nothing uh-huh. like that. And now it is because you've got a current you have a current WWE superstar technically running the show. That shouldn't be happening at all. I mean a legend I see that. I mean a legend I see, but not but not um not um not a current one no i, I mean technically that hulk hogan was coming well, i hope he if he ever does i mean you know they should have gone ahead and used that card and gone on the head you know i mean if hogan wasn't ready then i mean i mean that's obvious that's that's obvious well, that's obvious but i mean the thing is they should have gone on the head and played that card because like i said if anyone would have brought some order to, like I said, the flagship show, you need a flagship superstar. And you can't get any more, i use the term flagship, than Hulk Hogan. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't beat. I mean, seriously. I mean, you can't. Uh, you, you can't beat that at all. I mean, you, 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 you really can't. You really, really can't. Um, Ann, are, are you still with us, dear? I'm sorry. Um, I wonder if you still uh, want to give your your take here on. Uh, um, I still have her on, but 
I just hope she's okay. And we had one more one more match for you to predict here, my dear. And I also see here, uh, and I did speak of him just a few minutes ago. I do see now that the <clears throat> that the heartbreak kid Fonzie has made it back on on one sixty eight of Wolfpack. Uh, uh, Fonzie, once again, welcome, sir. Um, JD still with us as well. John and Ann, and also Michelle has made it on here with us as well. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Okay. Um, I'll, we'll have to get we'll have to get Ann's response to that here here soon because I was hoping like I'm hoping to get Michelle's take on the. Uh, uh, Legends roster here. Uh, oh wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. I got it right here. Hang on. I think she. I think she's on. Okay. And what's your take? And the Raw Tag Team Title Match: Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defending against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I think she might have to step away. That's probably one of those. Here you guys are going to like hearing this one. I got to play something funny for you guys are going to laugh at this. You ready? I think everyone remembers this clip. No, no hassles, no trouble. I've already been fined so much money. I got money in my pockets. I walk in loaded. I walk out in a pair of underwear. They're doing all kinds of stuff to me. So I'm sorry, Mr. Soli. You're having no more trouble out of Roddy Piper. I'm a nice guy. I'm like Shirley Temple. Hello, how are you? And that's as simple as that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Nice. That's a I'm a nice guy like Shirley Temple. I was just watching the one with him in... Uh, when him he confronted Danny DeVito, how at the war to settle the score. And Ann also just gave her opinion here, gave her thoughts here. She cho- chooses Rollins and Ambrose to win the belts. So there, there you go. So th- there you have it. There, uh, some good, good picks here. JD, uh, JD, John, and Ann. Uh, uh, but let me. Uh, uh, Fonzie, we were getting our they were getting their hall uh, hell, hall of fame hell in a cell predictions in. Did you want to get yours in right fast? Uh, wait till tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we'll can wait tomorrow. But it, did okay. anybody tell that Chad? Did you tell Michelle, or you want me to tell her that me? Me and Michelle gonna, you know, uh, her betting against, uh, ah, I can't remember. Huh? Help me out, JD. You remember what we talked about? JD? Playing with your balls. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you talking about what, 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 I have, what I have planned out here? 
Are you, is that what you're talking about? No, we had a bet. Me and Michelle yeah, but, and JD was up. First. Yes, I know, and, and I have called, and I have, I have brought that up. Yes, I, I did. I did bring that up here. That like I said, you would get to choose uh, between whoever wins the WWUS Ironman title between JD and Michelle, and the GFWUS Global oh. Championship between Ann and John. You would get to choose oh, which one of those two. Yeah. Oh, I understand that one. I'm talking about me, Michelle, against JD on the pick because he picked the Miz. And I, we, me, Michelle, actually, wait a minute. It was me, Michelle, picking the Miz against JD with picking Daniel Bryan. That's it. Oh, wait a minute. Are you talking to... Wait a minute. Uh, I'm so confused right now. Michelle, me and you picked the Miz against JD. He picked the Daniel Bryan. And I, to me, I actually, he was going to tell you, but uh, if I, if me and you win, he's going to play the Miz. Um, yeah, the Miz. And oh, you're talking about. Oh, oh, and if oh, JD okay. wins, they're, he, they're gonna, he's gonna play the, the entrance of Daniel Bryan. That's what it was. Yeah. So I, I challenged JD, but I put me yeah, and he, you. Yeah, he's calling me yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I forgot that you mentioned that. Yes. Okay. Okay. That, yes. My apologies. I forgot. Oh, no, that's okay. Because okay. I was. Probably I was focusing on this uh, on this one here that I came up with. So, uh, so like I said, well, and like I said, once we get MLD predictions in on Sunday, like I said, I'll be watching this very, very carefully, and I will do the final tallies uh, for both. Like I said, between JD and Michelle, and Ann and John, and whoever has the most wins that uh, wins the most uh, uh, has the most predictions correct from from both sides will win their respective belts, and Fonzie will get to choose who he will face or which belt coming up in the future. So there you go. Okay, uh, MLD, uh, like I said here, we'll go past we'll go past the 11 o'clock hour here. Um, MLD, was there something that you wish to bring up, my dear? Please feel free to go ahead and bring that up. Please. Um, Ring of Honor, I watched from whatever day. Uh, was today thursday <laughs> uh i think it was last week and as we all I, well i don't know if you know but as everybody i'm sure knows that is listening out there or whatever the jay lethal is the current ring of honor champion he proposed and did a open challenge last week and um I'll ask JD this because I don't. I know he probably might know this answer. I don't know. Fire away. Okay, so the person that responded to him is yes. from is on new is in New Japan wrestling yes. and Ring of Honor, and mm -hmm. he's British. He currently holds the lightweight championship in New Japan. 
Hold on, I can tell you who that is. Like lightweight champion, New Japan lightweight champion. That would be just the Super Juniors lineup. However, I'm trying to find it right now. Let's see. Okay, let's see. We got Tiger Mask, Bushi, Chris Saban. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking here at the uh, rest of the juniors lineup. I might be looking at the wrong one, maybe. The fourth heavyweight uh, yeah, in the, Japan. The title, that he, the title that the person that responded to him holds is a New Japan title. Okay, hold he's on. He's British. Right now. Yes. And you said he is the U.S. champion? Uh, no, he's the, the junior lightweight Oh, Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Michael Elgin. Wrong. Sonata. Wrong. Tai Chi. No. Um, Actually, it's Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. I should have known that. Darn it. So he's going to be challenging. Shit, I can't talk. He's going to be challenging next week Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor title. They have had heat before in the past, and it's been a it was a good uh, feud, and then they stopped it. So now all of a sudden he's accepted his challenge, and I so hope and pray, so hope and pray so hard that Will Ospreay wins that belt. He deserves it. He is one hell of a fighter. I've never seen one kid move the way he does. Um, he's just. Freaking phenomenal, not to compare him to AJ because I'm not, but he's amazing. Um, I I really I love him. I respect him. I really would like to see him win that title. And uh, next week is the New Mexico show for Impact. Um. Yeah, main event, no, wrong. I don't know the main event of that yet, um, but it, it, it's going to be a good show. I'm thinking of the pay-per-view, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I'm confused, Chad. I'm sorry. I think I'm brain dead for the day. Um, but good luck. I really wish Will Ospreay the best of luck because, he, like I said, he really does deserve the heavyweight gold. He, he really, I mean... That boy works so hard, so hard, and he gets shit on every damn time, and it makes me so angry. So, I wish him good luck on that. As we all know, just real quick, Bound for Glory's coming up. A few other things coming up I'm trying to get accurate dates for. I hope to have for you tomorrow night. Okay. Thank you very much there, uh, MLD. Uh, John just reported to me, John said he was getting ready to leave for the evening. He did report now that Hurricane Florence is now a Category 1. <laughs> so it's wow. downgrading. Apparently it seems good to be news. That is good news to hear. If we, did, if we just get rain out of this, no, we, I mean, we would need it down here in the Carolinas. So, I mean, that would be, that would be the, least, the least of our, our problems. So there you go. God, yes. Let me give you Yes, indeed. Before I get Michelle's take here on the uh, Legends uh, roster reveal here. Let me give you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID uh, 138-521-POUND. 168 of NWO Wolfpack here this evening. 
as of course myself, Mr. WWUS, Chad Hinshaw, along with my good Michelle and uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has already left us. Thank you very much, Eric, for coming in, John. Also, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, as well as, of course, the Empress and Marie Rickenbach. Uh, Michelle, let me go ahead and run them down here. Uh, some of these I think you'll be happy to hear. Uh, we're going to go all through tonight. I'll, we'll finish them tomorrow. And I have something interesting planned on, on like, every all the superstars involved in the roster itself. Some interesting, and I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute. But let's go through the legends here first, Michelle. Uh, first one announced, Booker T. Um, uh, I'm a huge fan of Booker T. I think he deserves it. Yeah. Next up, and you and 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 JD heard me say this last night, and you would go gaga when I make this announcement, and you're going to love this. And <laughs> yes, he is on 2K19. Mr. Perfect. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Indeed. So you finally you had have, have a father, do a father son tag match on there with him and Curtis. Yes. Hatzel, you know, interesting to see. Yes. Uh, next one here, Michelle, Jake the Snake Roberts. Um. I'm not surprised. I, I think he deserves to be on there. I mean, <coughs> really, I agree. Next up here on the list, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, female competitor uh, Michelle Alundra Blaze. Uh, I have no respect for her. <laughs> there you go. Next up here on the list, the Hall of Famer. DDP Diamond Dallas Page. I I love DDP. I've always been a huge fan of his through his whole career, and I, I miss him. I, you know, I'd like to see. Uh, and you know what I learned about DDP real quick to tell you, he is Cody Rhodes' godfather. Yeah, because he's also been Cody, big Cody friend, and Dustin's been. godfather. Yes, but I often heard that. Uh, uh, of course, he's become real close. He became, of course, real close with Dusty and the whole Rhodes family. So yes, indeed. So I thought that was real. Uh, I thought that was real cool. And I didn't yeah. know that. I heard something about it recently, but I don't know where I heard it from. But yeah, that is cool. I like that. Next, I, well, I did, but you could, and of course, that that, made, that put it on the perspective. Of, of course, DDP being one of the first to congratulate Cody after winning the NWA belt yeah. at All In. So, oh, he was there with him. They, that's what I'm talking about, being one of the first ones there to congratulate him right there in the ring. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome indeed. Next up here, Michelle, Lex Luger. Oh, fuck no. Pass. <laughs> Next up here, Sting. I love Sting. Been a huge fan of him throughout his whole career. Um, I loved him, the, the uh, view between him and Seth Rollins. I thought it was great. And I'm sad that he's not wrestling anymore. I'm sure Seth yeah. Rollins thought it was a pleasure as well, being a part of what yeah. was considered a final match. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm, I, heard, I heard Rollins talk about how grateful he was that he was a part of that, that he was honored mm -hmm. to be part of that. Next up here, a very legendary tag team put into the Hall of Fame. Actually, the same year that DDP was put into the Hall of Fame, I do believe, uh, Michelle. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, are on 2K19. I like the Rock and Roll Express. They're they're cool dudes. 
Next up here, Shawn Michaels. You know, <laughs> it's just a funny little tidbit. So when me and my sister were growing up, she was a huge Shawn Michaels fan. She loves Shawn Michaels. Now to this day, she will not watch wrestling at all. Um, but it was always she liked Shawn, I liked Triple H. I'm not a fan of Shawn Michaels, but kudos to him. Next up here, another Hall of Fame female competitor, Lita. I love Lita. She's amazing. Uh, also on here, another Hall of Famer here, Michelle, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Um, I'm a huge fan of his. <clears throat> I, I love him. I love his son. I think they're great people, and I think he was a great competitor. And it was nice to see him, you know, recently on some of the shows that they have done. And he looks really, he looks pretty good. Well, Too bad his son's not wrestling anymore. So his son was really pretty Yeah, good. I know. I really liked him. Yeah. Him and Cody Next up here. Next, and you might want to tell your mom about this one here, Michelle. Another Hall of Famer, Ravishing Rick Rude, is on 2K19. Oh, dear God. All you got to do is say his name, and, and she's like, mm, like me with, you know, Brock and, you know, many others. Um, uh, Rick Rude was a character to me. I thought he was funny as shit. Um, <laughs> um, I have mad respect for the man. I just was not that big of a fan of his. But my mother, on the other hand, mm, yeah, she probably would have jumped in bed with him if she could. <laughs> so I'm sure she'll probably help your, help your son get that game, so you better be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, next up on the list, Rikishi. I love Rikishi. Rikishi is actually my favorite Samoan. Um, I, lo I love him. I think that he was very underrated. <clears throat> I think he's a hell of a nice guy. I've seen a lot of his live videos. And I think that some of the shit that, yeah, some of the shit that people have been saying to him and, and about him is ridiculous. Um, but, yes, I love Rikishi, and I, I love when he did his, um, yeah, finisher move. I can't think of what the hell it's called. The face. Yeah, something like that. It's the face, yeah. Next up here, Christian. Ah, oh, Captain Charisma. Um, I love Christian. I've always been a big fan of him and Edge since day one. Um, I think, uh, yet again, another underrated superstar. Um, I think Edge got all the glory in that tag team. You know, the, the, the notice, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He got the most attention, I guess, out of the two. But um, Christian is very good, and I was very sad to see him retire, too. Next up here, uh, and this is going to be interesting because because uh, the next two I mentioned, they're they're another uh, other uh, other personas that they were known as are also on this game. I'm going to mention it mention this persona first, and I'll mention the other one here in a little bit. But the first one I'll mention here, Michelle Razor Ramon. <laughs> um another one my mom likes <clears throat> um she loves scott hall um i i like scott hall i love him as with the outsiders i loved him individual he's great 
he's a good wrestler. I, I think he was, you know, semi overlooked to a certain degree, but he was he's awesome. Well, I will go on and mention that they did they did two separate personas, two separate characters for the game. You got Razor Ramon, then you also have one at you do have him as Scott Hall in this game too. I'll go ahead and mention that one too. Oh yeah, well I mean like I said, I really like Scott Hall. Uh, he was he's very, very entertaining. And believe it or not, too, I've seen a picture of what what Scott Hall's what Scott Hall himself is supposed to look like in this. And I think in this, I think I mentioned this to JD last night that he's supposed to be wearing something having to do with the NWO, maybe in this game. I'm not sure. Um, I believe I believe he. I believe that's. You said last night, Chad. Yeah, because he's supposed to be uh, having an NWO gear in this game. Excuse me, and that too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> next up here, and Michelle's going, to, Michelle's going to start to melt when I mention this. Kevin Nash. Oh, big motherfucking sexy. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a tall drink of water. Um, he is fine as hell, and I've always been a big fan of Kevin Nash. And I will also tell you that his persona diesel is also another playable character yeah he was sexy as shit as diesel too <clears throat> okay next up here brett the hitman heart ah uh, um i kind of lost a little bit of respect for him you know but my heart does break for him and, and the whole heart family uh yeah you know i, I like Bret hart He's a great performer. He has said some really shitty stuff lately, especially about Seth Rollins, and that's what made me mad. But, um, you know, kudos to him. I mean, he is he is a good performer, and he was very popular back in the day. And, uh, yeah, he's really starting to show his age. Of course, fighting prostate cancer, too, which we thought, you know, that was really – Oh, um, that was- that's why. Yes. Well, you see, the thing is that he came out in the, in, if you remember payback 2016, when uh, Natalia wrestled Charlotte for the belt, that Charlotte, of course, had Ric Flair in her corner. Uh, Natalia did say that, did say on the raw beforehand that she was going to have an equalizer, and the equalizer ended up being Bret Hart. Bret Hart, uh, yeah. So Bret Hart accompanied her to the ring in that match. And then after, at the end of the match, they did the like the screw job thing like they did on Bret Hart back in '97. But what happened was that uh, Natalia put the sharpshooter on Charlotte and Bret Hart put the sharpshooter on Ric Flair. And I thought that was yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That being years since I saw Bret Hart put put any sort of hold on Ric Flair at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Next up here on the list here, Michelle Papa Shane. You broke up. Papa Shango. Oh, I love Papa Shango. I think another, yet another underrated. Um, very overlooked. Very good talent. Kind of a weird character, but I thought he was great. And, of course, another alter ego of his, I'll go ahead and mention him as well, is on this game, and that is, of course, The Godfather. I loved him as The Godfather. Um yeah, I mean, he was hilarious. 
Um, I, I just, you know, I, he was just so funny. But he's, you know, he, he was underrated too as as the um, Godfather too. I feel, but yeah, I like him. I'm back. Oh, um, so you're gonna re- so you're gonna really hate me now because I have something to tell you that's gonna put a smile on your face on why this can be. I mentioned it on the debate earlier. One week from Saturday, and unfortunately I will not be there because I have a prior engagement because it was required. But guess who's coming to my hometown and doing a meet and greet? If you say Cody Rhodes, I'm kicking you in the nuts. <laughs> no. You, you you can punch me below the belt even harder now. No, the bar boy, Seamus and Cesaro, next Saturday, 2 o'clock. No, I can't look Seamus in the face. But Cesaro, come if, on, you're, you're if, man. If I look at Seamus in the face, I see his penis. <laughs> you don't want to even talk to you now. Yeah, oh, you're little lucky of the, a little luck of the Irish there, are you? But tomorrow we got AJ Styles at the PA Convention Center, Keystone Comic Con, along with Daniel Bryan. Paige is going to be in Houston. Becky's going to be in Houston on Saturday uh, doing a meet and greet. Nikki and Bria are there also on Saturday, Philly. But yeah, next I, Saturday. I don't close to none of this shit, JD. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying if you were in Pittsburgh, though. It'd be cool. Yeah, Seamus and Zara are going to be there next week at the main event in Oakdale, Pennsylvania. Signing autographs. Okay, so I'm going to shake Seamus' hand and say, hi, I've seen your penis before. <laughs> no, but you could get a hug from Cesaro if he was in your neck of the woods, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, by the way, Seamus, you remind me I have to go to the grocery store. I have to go to the Oh my God! Anyway, name of this. That's where the meeting greets are going to be. I mean, between now and next week. But uh, yeah, next uh, Tuesday, Seamus doing autographs before the SmackDown show in Tulsa in the morning. Next Tuesday morning, and like I said Seamus and Star will be here in Pittsburgh next Saturday. <clears throat> and JD will be I on mean, the really, arena. Really? You know, <laughs> if, 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 if you did say Cody Rhodes, you know what? What I would have said is, I know you would take me. You you will stand in line for me. You will record him telling him how much I love that man. <laughs> I know. Everything. I, I, I know. Okay. At some point, I think he will come to Pittsburgh. For, if he does come to Pittsburgh for a show, I will let you know. But I will tell my buddy we are going to the mean greet. I don't care. He's a Cody fan, too. But uh give you an update on the game, guys, real quick. Uh, it's been a different second half so far. Ballmer's creeping back in, and now it's 28-23 with nine and a half minutes to go. Oh. Yeah, Ballmer's come back from uh, they were they were on 14 at the half, but yeah, in the second half, despite two interceptions by Flacco, still for 307, Andy Dalton 237 in the air. However, but uh, yeah, the big story has been three touchdowns by AJ Green, who I debated going in tonight whether or not I was going to start him in my fantasy team, but I figured, what the hell, I'll start him anyway. He's got three touchdowns for me, he's off to a good start for me this week. Because last week I lost by 10 points, which was ridiculous. I should have won, but oh well, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, one more, one more quick before before the show we continue, and of course this is this is how I, this is uh, uh, this is how of course I I feel about that too. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fish called one on the show if you ever get 
chance to see that movie. That's a great movie. Oh, I've seen uh, that movie. That's an awesome movie. Next up on the, next up on the list here in MLD, Goldberg. Goldberg. Um, I love Goldberg. I I I I think that he should, you know, not wrestle anymore. I, I think he's, you know, I think he's done for. I think he's done what he needs to do. But if he does come back, it'll make the fans happy, of course. You know, um, or hell, bring him bring him back as the general manager. That would be interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love Goldberg. There you go. Next up here on the list here, of course, the youngest Hall of Famer uh, of of uh, of all time here, and of course, made a good impact on the women's Royal Rumble match earlier this year. Beth Phoenix. Oh, the Glamazon. Um, I'm a huge fan of hers. I think she's a very strong, independent woman. I thought she was amazing in the ring. She had some amazing matches. She was the women's champion. I don't even know how many times I lost count. Um. Yeah, she she is right below Charlotte Flair for me. Yeah, she and Charlotte are equal, I would say they're very equal. And also, I I still I still love the the stare down between Beth and Nia Jax for a Rumble match. That was awesome. Oh yeah, that it. was good. And of course, I would love to see if they do this in October at Evolution at the Women's Pay Per View. That would be great. I would love to see it. MLD, you're next. There you go. There, there, there you go. Next up here, Michelle. Uh, of course, someone who is no longer here with us here. God rest his soul here indeed. Your take, Michelle, on Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, he was a big teddy bear. Oh, excuse me. Um, he was. He was I, a tough hombre. Yeah, I mean, he may have been a badass in the ring, but he was a big, yeah, teddy bear. <laughs> so he was. His, his matches with Taz were great. I mean, the Living Dangerously one and the Heat Wave 98 are two of the best I can watch. Yeah, Those, yeah, I mean, especially yeah. when Bam Bam threw, fell the ring. I was like, everyone was like, holy shit. That was in Bam's hometown, I remember. That was Living Dangerously. I think it was 99, I want to <laughs> say that happened. Yeah. Uh, um, let me see here. Next up here, Michelle. Another one, another, of course, also a Hall of Famer, already, of course, no longer here with us here, God rest his soul, the Big Boss Man. Oh, I was a really, really huge fan of his. Underrated. I really firmly believe he was underrated. Um, but he was always very entertaining. That's what I loved about him. I would agree. And 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 I think I don't know which way they're going to go with this, but I think they're going to go into uh, as far as uh, the the gimmick. I think they're going to do the prison guard with the blue outfit. I think in this game, if they do, that'd be great. They should. I mean, perfect. Yeah. Uh, next up here, Michelle. Of course, we talked about this gentleman many many times. Of course, been on petitions on Facebook to try to get this man in the Hall of Fame. Well deserving in this game. In my person, get your take on. British Bulldog. Um, he's one that I was not a very big fan of, but is a very tough competitor. He had some amazing matches. I just didn't care for him much. I don't know why. I just didn't. 
But uh, also, speaking of the British Bulldog here, guys, I'm going to let you know that live match Nightly posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page pitted a European title match between the British Bulldog and William Regal. So if you get a chance to put on that match, and also on Facebook, I more than two people. Sorry, Chad, real quick. Uh, I've mentioned this guy's name before, and I will mention him again. He is a very good close friend of mine, Michael Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y, live from the U.K. I mean, this guy has been fighting tooth and nail the last three years or so, maybe even longer, uh, as far as getting the Bulldog instated into the Hall of Fame, how, along with Owen Hart. So, if you're looking to uh, join Michael's cause and my cause, how and anyone else's cause, he's getting a lot of people uh, really out of the goodness of his heart, Howard, to get people to back him with the Bulldog and Owen. Sign up today, however. We encourage it. Oh, I'll, I'll back him up. Indeed. Indeed. Next up here, uh, Michelle, let's get your take on a man who I believe should also be in the Hall of Fame, another underrated superstar. Uh, a great, but still a great competitor, and all it doesn't give the credit that he's definitely due. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> he used to trip me out too. He was funny as hell. Um, there again, I wasn't a big fan of his. Okay. Of course, everyone also remembers him in WCW as the disciple in the NWO. So the butcher, the, bo- uh, the booty man, and others. Zodiac, yeah, Zodiac. Zodiac, yeah, I forgot about Zodiac. Uh, You're right. Yep, yep. Uh, also, also, uh, also acted as JD's brother, uh, Brutus Giovanni. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> okay. Next up here, Michelle, you mentioned this man here a little while ago. Of course, he's also this man is also in the game. Another Hall of Famer. Um, sadly, um, of course, he's still with us, but no. Unfortunately, due to injuries, not able to wrestle anymore. We'd love to see him compete again at some point. Uh, see him compete one more time if he ever could, and that is Edge. I love Edge. Edge was sexy back in the day. I mean, he still is, but he needs to shave that shit off his face. Um, very strong competitor. Like I said, he was in the spotlight between you know, uh, him and Christian, but I love Edge. I miss it. I, I, it, I just boohooed when he retired. I, I felt so bad for that man. I felt so, so bad for him. Indeed. Oh, I'm, a lot of people, even I think his mother was there the night that he uh, said he yeah, was I'm... leaving on SmackDown. And uh, I know that uh, everybody in the, in the crowd kept telling him to hug, go hug his mom. So I'm going to hug her. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go hug her. <laughs> next, next up here, MLD, another Hall of Famer, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, I fucking pass on him. Okay, and I understand. All right, next up here on the list here, uh, Hall, the Hall of Fame uh, female competitor, also competed in this year's Women's Royal Rumble match, Jacqueline. Oh, she's a badass bitch. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think she's That's another Disco one that Inferno. was really underrated. Huh? That's Disco Inferno. Uh, haha. Um, yeah, she was. She was a. She was a badass man. I, like I said, um, I don't think she got nearly enough 
uh, recognition or anything for what she did. And, you know, she was she was good in the ring, I thought. And, of course, as I mentioned last night, too, uh, um, John actually meant, brought this to our attention here last night as well, um, that she also, in the WWE, uh, beat Chavo Jr. to win the, the WWE Cruiserweight title yeah. back in, I think, what he four, I think, uh, because, I mean, yeah. she became the second per- second female competitor to win a male's title after, of course, you know, China did win the Intercontinental title. So a lot of people would think, in a way, they were kind of, they were kind of uh, give give her like I said the the um, um, setup kind of like what they did with China in a way if you really think about it but I mean well, she was also tough as nails as well so, indeed uh, next up here another female competitor here I also I do believe she was put in the Hall of Fame here just recently Michelle your take on Ivory not a fan all right next up here. And of course, we did hear about this uh, him about recently here, Michelle. Of course, uh, but not in, 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 of course, in a very somber way. Of course, I'm talking about Jim D'Ambrose. My heart is in this game. One of the best. Um, there again, I think he was basically just in Bret Hart's shadow. Um, very. Uh, what's the word? I'm looking for. Um, Underrated? No. Yes. Hard hitting. Yes. Some things along that lines, yes. Um, I have mad respect for him, but like I said, I, I think he did leave, live in Bret Hart's shadow too much. Well. Uh, of course, I remember oh, one time. Great... Best, though. There you go. <clears throat> but, uh, I remember Grill Monsoon said during one of his one of Nightheart matches a time ago that night that he said that Nightheart was. Uh, that uh, he he left pro football to become the wrestler because he said pro football wasn't tough enough. Uh, Uh, Of course, still a very hard-nosed competitor, and that man in some capacity needs to be in the Hall of Fame this coming year. There you go. Um, I don't know how. It does not matter, but he needs to be in there. Bar none. Period. Bret Bret Hart needs to spearhead that. Put Jim Neidhart in there along with Natalia. They need to put him in there. Big time. So there you go. Uh, next up here, Michelle, your take on the boss, not me, himself, Mr. McMahon. Dick. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> they call him. I don't know. That just comes to mind. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know, I love Vince. I, I think that you know he needs to step the hell away from all of this for a while um yeah i just and he needs a new creative team he needs a whole new just like you know clean sweep of people that you know work for him whatever in the back and all that but yeah vince he you know he's something else mm-hmm. I would agree. next up here michelle your take on rick 
the model Martell? Oh God. Um, I'll pass. <laughs> oh, you're. I'll pass. You say you're passing. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. All right. And Michelle, I did also mention, like I said, Scott Hall is a by himself is a playable character. I did mention that one. Okay. Next up here, uh, Tatanka. Um, yeah, kudos him. That's awesome. Uh, and of course, I did mention, of course, the Godfather in there, another persona, Papa Shango is also in there. And the final one, Michelle, your take on Psycho Sid. Ooh, talk about a big lit la 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 la. Um, yeah. Sid Vicious is freaking hot. As hell. Um, never forget that match where his fucking leg broke. I about puked everywhere. Anyways, uh, very strong competitor, very sexy man. He has a great chest. <laughs> um, I loved him. I think I, I thought he was really, really good, really good, and really hot. I think we were talking about this, Michelle. I don't know if you keep up with the reality show Big Brother. I mean, I don't, but I, mean, I don't know if you do, if you do or not. But I think there no, was some. Uh -oh. I think not. Okay, I thought I had heard somewhere. Maybe you might have probably heard about it, even though you say you, you don't keep up with it. I think his daughter was on a season of that. I'm not sure, but I think that said well, that said. Oh, daughter I don't was know. On. I don't. I don't watch it. <sighs> but I thought he was also interviewed. Uh, uh, on on whichever whatever show it was, but that that, that I heard this. I mean, yeah, so, uh, and, and also then, so that, Michelle, there you have it there. Uh, and also Michelle, let me go ahead and mention this. I'll say it's JD and also Fonzie as well, that, uh, tomorrow night here, of course, in addition to getting Fonzie's predictions for hell in a cell, we're going to do something fun with the 2K19 roster overall since, since we have the official roster right here in our hands. I am going to make. I know I've already done this in a way, but I'm going to do this with more, in a more interesting way. You thought my fantasy matchups were interesting before. They're going to get 10 times interesting tomorrow night. Because I'm going to go down the list of, the, of, of, the, of, of each superstar that I have listed. And, of course, you know, keep in mind, I have male and female superstars mixed in here together. What we're going to do here is that it doesn't matter if it's a match between a, two men, two women, or if it's a man versus a woman, we're going to do these matches tomorrow night on Revolution. So you might find some interesting ones there, uh, indeed. So just want to give everyone a heads up on that. But plus, also, we'll get Fonzie's predictions on uh, Hell in the Cell, of course, uh, some, um, um, tomorrow night here, of course, on Revolution. Uh, MLD, anything you wish to add, my dear? Um, well, uh, no, not really. I don't think so. Like I said, I'm going to have accurate dates for everything tomorrow night, hopefully. They keep bouncing so much, and they haven't said anything definite, so I just want to get something definite. Okay. 
but I will also, uh, <clears throat> there was something else I want to mention too on the NWA US Built on Tradition page. I posted a video earlier today of, uh, in a way, not exactly updated, but a listing of all of the superstars over the years from its, from its beginnings up until recently of all the NWA World Heavyweight Champions from the last, uh, last uh, let me see, I think 80 years. I believe, yeah, I think that's right. I have to go back into 70, 80 years. I'm not sure. But the video is on the NWA US page. If y'all want to check out that video there as well. Uh, y'all, you might find it very, very interesting about how whoever made this video was pretty good. So, um, <clears throat> of course, the last one they have, and the reason why I say it is because the last one they have listed is the man that Cody beat for that title at all in. And that was, uh, uh, what, what was his name? Oh, crap. Nick Aldis. Yes, that was the last one they had listed. They didn't have Cody on there yet. That's why I say it's not exactly updated, but it's but it it, it, it did say as of this year. So I mean, I just thought I'd mention that here too. But it's still a good look. I, I, I watched it today, so you, I would definitely it's a good. I'll definitely look at that there as well. I'll also be posting another uh, fancy match nightly um, on the Revolution Media Facebook page. So be sure to join us there for that. Uh, so uh, so. Um, um, uh, JD finds anything else he wish to add, gentlemen, before we close it out. Um, just to give you an update on the game since he's up by eight with two and a half, two thirty-three to go, thirty-one twenty-three. But uh, also, real quick, Fonzie, happy early birthday, man. Yes, yes, indeed. Happy birthday, yes, indeed. Of course, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, tomorrow, one of our own here celebrates a very big time birthday. And and uh, and uh, and uh, and we'll be there'll be and maybe and and Fonzie, I'm just going to say that say it in this respect here. So don't don't take this the wrong way. Uh, there'll be something unique taking place tomorrow night on Revolution concerning Fonzie's birthday. I will. That's all the way I'm going to put it from time being. So, but uh, <clears throat> but we'll go into more detail about that tomorrow night. Fonzie. He just now left. Uh, is there anything? John, is there anything? No, I, wish I, I, had was gonna, I was going to say something while Michelle was uh, Michelle was still on the phone, but she left too soon. So hopefully she'll come on tomorrow and find out. I might. She, I'm just going to give you a little heads up, maybe. Uh, I might be on a little late because one of my good friends um, might be coming over and hanging out or she might be taking me out, but I'll be back home, but it's going to be a little late. If not, then um, there's anything else I can't do Saturday. Um, with the ID number for Sunday, maybe I'll come on and if it's not too late tomorrow night, I'll maybe do my prediction on Sunday. But what time? What time um, is a prediction when you and Michelle do 
on Sunday. Uh, it, it'll be on, it'll be at five o'clock on Sunday. It will be considered a, it will be considered an episode of Revolution. So, so what's the ID number? What's the uh, one, ID one, number? One three eight zero five five pound. It's it's going to be. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. If it's not too late tomorrow night, just want to give you a heads up. Yeah, if I don't come on on time or a little bit later, if you don't hear from me by before 10, 10.30, then that means I'm not coming in um, celebrating my birthday. But if I do, I'm just it's going to be a little bit late. But, you know, like I said, if it's past 10.30 or 11, then I'll do my prediction Sunday. Um, with you and Michelle, and, you know, if not, then, you know what, maybe what I do is I already know um, the matches, and I probably can text J.D. who my pick is. Yeah, you can text are. him to me. Yeah, you can text him to me. Yeah, I was just, yeah, why don't because you text, I, him I, text him to me? Yeah, yeah I, already, um, I already saw what the matches are already on the schedule already because, I have a CBS Sports, and they do have a WWE listed the matches for Ellen Self already up already because I looked at it today just in case if I come in a little bit late tomorrow night or I might just text JD if it's too late, then he could probably read it out to you guys tomorrow night. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, or Saturday, whatever. It don't matter, whatever, but I'm just saying if I don't come on, if it's late, like 1030, then don't expect me to come on at that time because it might be a little bit late, but, you know, I might not be coming on because maybe I'll be coming home by that then, but who knows. Uh, I don't know where her schedule looks like. Um She's going to call me tomorrow, late afternoon, and um, like I said, she might be coming over. We're just going to hang out, or like I said, it might be hot. I, I, she already saw the, the weather. Let's play by air. If it's too hot, then she was excited. We love to play a game Uno. I have the car. I was like, hey. This will come the worst. Then just me and you will play Uno in my house. And we'll dedicate the game to our friend, Dave Peterson, which is my, like our brother to us. His birthday is next Friday. He'll be 30. God rest his soul. He passed away at age of 29 last month. So, um, it was a month of... What was it? I'm trying to think now. What was the September 6th? What day was that, J.D.? September 6th was... Yeah, a week ago tonight. Well, it was a week ago tonight. Was it? Yeah, uh, that would have been... Yeah, because it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday was, actually. Right? A week yesterday. Well... September 6th yeah, was no, a week, month. Yeah, because, yeah. A week tonight My because this is the 12th. Yeah. yeah, I got, I know, I know. I'm, 
Um, because September 6th, my friend passed away August 6th. So September 6th was a month. So we're in a month and six days, we'll say. Seven days, all right? And his birthday is next Friday, week after month. So we're going to try to celebrate on my birthday together or we're going to do it next week. It's up to my friend because um, then please, please say a good prayer. Her dad just uh, had a little colon cancer, okay? Um, yeah, and he's doing okay. He's doing quite well, but, you know, my friend Nikki is taking care of her dad. Her mom is going for surgery, cataract surgery, I think this week, I think. I'm not sure. But now she got to take care of not her dad, now her mom. So, you know, she got the tons on her plate. Her dad, age is 72. You know, same thing with my uncle. Um, he had, my uncle has stomach cancer, but... They took him off the feeding tube, which is good. Let me ask you, Chad, do you know what's the difference between, because I want to learn from it, because I was arguing with my dad about it. What's the feeding tube? Is it an IV or an IV is the same thing with a feeding tube? I Can you explain that arm. to me, please? An, an, an IV they put in your arm. No, an IV they put in your arm. A feeding tube, okay. they put it like it's... I've heard a feeding tube is something... A lot of times they have to put it like in, down your throat to kind of help you eat. Yeah. And what's I've the heard, feeding tube? I've heard that, but I, 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 yeah, but they have, they have to put it... They have to put it down. I've heard on a couple occasions that because sometimes I have a, a brother-in-law that, that went through a bout with cancer, and he had to do that. He actually had to eat uh, had to eat through one of those for for a little while, but they took it off of him. Now he's okay now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but they had to, they had to put oh, 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 they had to put it down his throat. See, so, my um, uncle didn't. They I didn't put the they didn't put the down his throat. It was in the stomach or well, something I mean, like that. Well, 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 it's it's on different different occasions they do it. Yeah, her dad has the feeding tube too now. He's doing the feeding tube. Right. My uncle got rid of the feeding tube. So well, the IV, the IV, yes, but the IV, the IV is like I said, is like you know, is is you know, is like they put like the. They they put they, they stick that in your arm and all and uh, yeah yeah and yeah, they yeah. um and and they they they, they and then like I said and like I said you have the the bag with the right there beside yeah the, the yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. I, I want to know if it was the same same thing because it's you know has a little tube 
Mexico went down, you know, and, you know, yeah, because I, I thought it was the same as the IV. But well, in, some cases, in, some cases, in some cases, it might be the same. It might serve the same purpose. But I've heard that's that there I is thought. a difference. Yeah, that's what my dad told and me. Most, He's like, no, it's not. It's, it's different from the IV. So that's what I tonight. Depending upon, you know, what the purpose is, you know, there are different right. reasons. There are, there are different. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I'm gonna get rolling well, on that guys. Chad Steve. Yeah, go ahead, JD. Sorry, sorry, Fonz. I was just gonna say I'm gonna pull out on this note. Chad, stay safe. I know it's calming down, starting to calm down a little bit. I will definitely see you guys tomorrow. Fonzie, happy early birthday. I'll call you in the morning, my man, while I'm on the way to Penguins practice. First practice of the season. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Training camp starts tomorrow. So I get to have a little Yeah, tomorrow. well I'll yeah. see you guys tomorrow. All right, my man. All right, J.D., take yeah. On that note here, folks, we thank you for joining us for episode one of Wolfpack here this evening. I do want to thank, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, for joining me here this evening, of course. And we'll be back on here, of course, tomorrow night on the next edition of Revolution. Fonzie will get his, hopefully we'll get his predictions in on Revolution. If not, we will have it at least on the release by the prediction show on Sunday. Plus also, of course, we'll do our big 2K19 fantasy match extravaganza, in which it will be man versus man, man versus woman, or woman versus woman, whichever way it goes. It's going to be some interesting matchups here indeed. So be sure to be sure to, like I said, to be listening for that here tomorrow night. Plus also our live video feed. For tomorrow night will be from Top Heel, of course, a group started by our own King and W.O. Jaworski Smith. Uh, Rebel, uh, Wolfpack episode 168 is a broadcast of the WSWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continue to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the, in the ring. Of course, be still continue to stay safe. You know, uh, of course, the, the latest report here that Hurricane Florence has down been downgraded to a category one, but still remain remain safe. Of course, I'm on your guard because anything could happen overnight and stuff could pick up here in a moment's notice. So stay safe out there, folks. Uh, and uh, as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and we will talk at you here, of course, tomorrow night on Revolution. Take care and God bless. This is WCWS Radio Network on TalkShoe.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.